Hi everybody, thank you so much for checking out our podcast. If you'd like to know more about us or connect with us, then please do go to our church website and we would love to get to know you some more. Here's today's message. We hope it blesses you, encourages and inspires you. For the last few weeks, we've been looking at a series of how we love our neighbours. God gives us two main commandments, to love God to love one another. And so we're thinking through that second commandment at the moment. How do we love one another? And uh, over the last few weeks, we've been looking through various encounters that Jesus had with different people, with Jesus and his neighbors, and uh, uh, looking at lessons that we can learn about how Jesus loved those around him, and therefore how we might be able to love those around us as well. So this morning, we're going to be looking at the story of blind Bartimaeus in Mark chapter 10. And if you've got your Bibles with me or with you, you'd be welcome to turn to that, Mark chapter 10, starting at verse 46. Alternatively, the words will pop up on the screen, so you'll be able to join in um, as we read God's word together now. But before we go any further, let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for your word, for the gift of what it reveals to us, of who you are and all that you have done for us. And Lord, as we come to look at it now, we pray that these would not just be words on a screen or on a piece of paper, uh, but Lord, that you would speak to our hearts, that we would hear what you have to say to us this morning, that we might know you more clearly and that we might follow your example as we live our lives for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so Mark chapter 10, starting at verse 46. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus, and his, as Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting on by the roadside begging. When he heard that he was Jesus, when, sorry, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, "Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me!" Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, "Son of David, have mercy on me!" Jesus stopped and said, "Call him." So they called the blind man, cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and follow Jesus along the road. For the last two weeks now, I've had a blocked ear, and it's been incredibly frustrating. If you'd stand on that side of me, wouldn't hear a word of what's going. Even as I'm speaking now, can't really hear the lot. This side, I can hear fine. Echoes coming from the microphone, can hear this side, can't hear that side. Really irritating, really distracting. Um, but apart from, uh, but it's been, uh, apart from having a great excuse 
of being able to get out of doing stuff that I don't want to do when Rachel tells me to do them because I can just say that my ear was the other one. She was speaking to the wrong ear. Not being able to listen has affected me far, far more than I ever thought it would. Um, I can still hear, but listening is so much harder. Uh, and sometimes I don't always hit fully hear what it is that people are trying to say to me. Listening is something that we can very easily take for granted. It sounds so simple, doesn't it? We all listen. Listening does not always lead to hearing. I don't know if it's just me, but I struggle to focus on more than one thing at once. Uh, it's probably because I'm a bloke. Um, I'm, apparently can't, we're quite good at that. Uh, but sometimes I can be doing something around the house um, I might be working in my office, I might be listening to a podcast, I might be doing some jobs or watching the TV, and then Rachel decides she would like to talk to me. So Rachel comes in, talks to me, and I listen. But I'm distracted, and I know that Rachel has spoken to me, but that bit where it goes in one ear and out the other ear uh, doesn't uh, happens quite regularly, and I don't hear, it doesn't log and register in my mind what Rachel has said, because although I listened, I know Rachel spoke to me, I did not fully hear what Rachel was trying to say. If we as a church, as individuals, are going to love our neighbours, we first need to be able to listen. Listening and listening well shows that we love and care those who are around us. As we look at this passage together this morning, we see not only how Jesus loved his neighbor, but also how good Jesus was at listening to his neighbor and how this enabled him to then be able to love those around him, particularly Bartimaeus. So this morning we're going to take a few moments to think about what we can learn from Jesus about loving our neighbours by listening to them and how we might be able to follow in Jesus' example by listening to those that God has placed around us as well. So we pick up the story as at the start of this passage with Jesus out on the road. A large crowd along with the disciples have been following Jesus and as Jesus arrives in Jericho, there's still this big crowd following him around. But then we skip forward a few days, weeks, who knows how long Jesus was in Jericho for, uh, to Jesus getting ready to leave the city of Jericho. And as he leaves, the crowd are still with him, the disciples are still with him, they're on the road, they're on the A14, out of Cambridge, they're on their way, and all of a sudden there's a shout from the side of the road, where Bartimaeus shouts out, Son of David, have mercy on me. I wonder how you would respond if you were Jesus in that moment. Maybe those of us who are quite task-orientated, including myself, would be tempted to say, sorry, 
We're on a schedule. We're on the A14 already. We're leaving. It's getting late. Got somewhere to be. Sorry, got to run. We've got to go. Don't have time for you now. Maybe others of us would like to invest on the people who've been committed, you know, for the long term. Uh, those who've been with us all the time who we've been in Jericho, there's lots of people there who need help. So we're, we're going to spend all our time focusing on those individuals instead of this person who's trying to jump on as the train's leaving the station right at the last minute. He's had his chance to connect with Jesus. Now he, it is not the time to stop us. Maybe even some of us could be tempted to just think that this guy's a bit of a nuisance. Instead, it would be much better to focus on a different group of people instead of Bartimaeus, who's just shouting out for help. Bartimaeus called out to help for Jesus. But the first people to hear him were the crowd around him. And as they heard him, instead of listening to him, they began to rebuke him telling him to be quiet, to pipe down. But Jesus stopped and invited Bartimaeus to come and speak with him. Both Jesus and the crowd heard Bartimaeus in his plea for help. But only Jesus fully listened to Bartimaeus. If we are to love our neighbors, we need to hear what it is that they are saying. And as we learn, and um, we can learn some important lessons about good listening from Jesus in this passage. For example, good listening involves stopping. It means setting aside other distractions and things that we want to do and being willing to change our focus to those who are pleading for us to listen to them. Good listening means that we need to be flexible Jesus was walking down the road. He was leaving the city, and yet he was still listening. Good listening means being ready and prepared to listen in unexpected, in unexpected ways, in unexpected moments. Good listening also means hearing what is being really said. Bartimaeus was not just shouting out to Jesus because he wanted to get a selfie because he was a massive fan or he didn't want him to get him to sign his t-shirt. He wasn't just a bit of a fanboy. Uh, he, he, he recognized who Jesus was. He calls out to Jesus saying, son of David. This is a clear display of faith by Bartimaeus. This was not just Bartimaeus saying Jesus is an ordinary bloke. It's Jesus saying, I believe that you are the Messiah, the one long promised son of God. During his time in Jericho, Bartimaeus must have heard about this guy Jesus and what he had been doing elsewhere. And he had made up his mind about who he was. And then having got Jesus' attention by calling out Jesus, son of God, Bartimaeus then shouts out, have mercy on me. A clear call for help, for Jesus to see him for who he was. Loving our neighbors starts with listening to them. And listening to our neighbors starts with hearing what they are saying. 
We can't say we love our neighbors and then every time we speak to them, tell them to be quiet. We can't say we love our neighbors and then when they're asking for something inconvenient, suddenly say that we don't have any time or don't give them the attention uh, because we don't want to hear what they are saying. We don't have to always agree with everyone when we're listening, but we, ha- but we live in a society that is calling out for mercy. They might not say it like Bartimaeus did. They might not even know that it's Jesus that they need to be asking for mercy from. But throughout our community, there are people in desperate need of help, in need of mercy of one kind or another. Loving our neighbors starts with listening to those around us. And so what are your neighbors saying? What is on their hearts? Where are they asking for help? Where do they need to see the mercy of Jesus revealed in their lives? If you're joining with us this morning for the first time, and you've never heard about this guy Jesus for the first time, if you feel like Bartimaeus, and you're calling out for help, then please know that you have been hurt. Jesus loves you. He has all the compassion and the mercy that you will need. He will hear you. He will stop for you. And he invites you to come to him. And as a church family, together, as we seek to love our neighbors, let's commit ourselves to opening our ears to open in our minds and our hearts that we might truly listen and hear those that God has placed around us. And as we listen, we also need to take action. Jesus hears Bartimaeus, and then he calls him to come to him. And so Bartimaeus, this blind man, throws his cloak to one side, and makes his way to Jesus. Not only does good listening involve hearing what is being said, but good listening also involves us guiding people towards Jesus. I don't claim to be an expert at listening, um, as Rachel will tell you, uh, but in fact, I often, when I listen to people, feel, find myself feeling quite useless and helpless and unable to respond to what it is I am hearing. When someone tells me that someone in their family is, un, is seriously unwell, there are no words that I can say to make that moment any better. When someone tells me that their energy bills have skyrocketed and they're struggling to cope, I can't really offer any real solutions to that situation. When someone tells me that they're struggling with depression, I know that I'm unable to do or say anything that's going to change how that person is feeling in that moment. And yes, sometimes just listening, just hearing, and that person being heard is enough. 
But as followers of Jesus, we can always offer far more than just listening and hearing what people are saying to us. Because the good news is that no matter how helpless and lost for words I might be or you might be, there is always one thing that we can do. We can always help people by guiding them to Jesus, confident that he will never be helpless or hopeless, and he will always be able to help. Bartimaeus was a blind man. Getting up and moving around for him would have not been an easy thing to do. He could have heard Jesus and worked out roughly where he was and probably staggered and stumbled his way over to him. But how much easier it would have been if the crowd had have got down to Bartimaeus, picked him up by the arms and led him towards Jesus that he might find his way to the one he was calling out to help for. And this is what we are called to be and to do as a church. We are called to love our neighbours because our church is far more than just a Sunday gathering. Church is more than just a campaign group for social justice. Church is more than just a nice group of people gathering together to try and fix people and the issues that they face in life. Each one of us here has very little power to make a difference in anyone's life on our own. But each one of us here has the opportunity to be able to lead people to Jesus. We might have some experience. We might have lots of love to give. We might have some resources that we can bless people with. But ultimately, if we are listening to those around us, we are going to very quickly find that we have no ability to deal with some of the issues that we are hearing in our own strength. But the good news is that we don't have to do it alone. As we hear people calling out for help, calling out for mercy, our job is to guide them to Jesus. He's the one who can make the true, real difference in people's lives. He's the one who can bring transformation for good. Our job is to guide and to lead people to be able to encounter Jesus. So let's not just think that we have all the answers to everyone's problems when we listen to those around us. Let's not assume that if everyone else lived their lives the way that we live our lives, then that would be okay for the world and all the world's problems would be solved. But let's encounter the people crying out for Jesus, those people crying out for mercy. And let's get next to them. Let's get down, uh, pick them up off the dirt and lead them towards Jesus, that they might be able to encounter him for themselves because his love, his power is far greater and stronger than any love or power that we can show on our own. And I love how, as Bartimaeus gets to Jesus, how Jesus responds to Bartimaeus. It could have been so easy for Jesus to turn up to Bartimaeus and says, you're crying out for mercy? You've got it. On you go. 
I'm off out the city. Or it could have been so easy for Bartimaeus or for Jesus to say, do you know what, Bartimaeus? I know what the problem is. You want mercy because you can't see. Problem solved. I'm back on my way again. But that's not what Jesus did. Instead, Jesus, the Son of God, the one who knew all things, said to Bartimaeus, what do you want me to do for you? Instead of telling him what was wrong, Jesus listens and he empowers Bartimaeus. How easy it can be for us to assume that we know what it is that everyone else needs. We can so easily see someone who doesn't have enough money and we can say, oh, they need a new job or they need to be better at budgeting. We can see someone struggling with anxiety and we can think, oh, they just need to let it go. Some of these things might be true, but they're also highly likely that they're not. If we are to love our neighbours, guiding them to Jesus doesn't mean that we jump to conclusions about who they are and what they are doing. Instead, Jesus empowered Bartimaeus by listening to him and saying, what is it that I can do for you? And we too need to be able to empower those around us to share what it is that they want with Jesus, or that what they want Jesus to do for them. Listening and loving our neighbours involves not only hearing, but it also involves responding to what we hear. But we need to be careful with how we respond. And a good response puts two people central in that response. Firstly, we need to put Jesus at the centre. So as we respond to people, as we hear what they're asking, we need to ask ourselves the question, are we guiding this person towards Jesus? Or might I be getting in the way? Secondly, we need to put the person that we are listening to central in that conversation. We, are we listening to what they are saying? Or are we projecting what we think onto what they are saying? Good listening involves taking action. But if we are to love our neighbours, we need to be wise with the action that we take and lead them to Jesus, that they might encounter the transformation that he alone can offer. And as we listen and guide people to Jesus, we also will have the privilege of seeing what Jesus can do. Bartimaeus's life was transformed by Jesus. He says he wants to see and Jesus makes it happen. He leaves his life of begging. No longer does he want to be dependent upon charity and the kindness of strangers but he steps out into a new life with his eyes wide open. And this transformation is fueled by faith in Jesus. Throughout his, this reading, Bartimaeus demonstrates his faith time and time again. He's never seen Jesus before, yet he yells out to him for help. 
He calls Jesus the son of David. He has faith that Jesus was not just an ordinary man, but he was the son of David, the long-promised Messiah. He has faith that his hope has been fulfilled. As he calls out for help, people tell him to be quiet. Bartimaeus' faith means that he just shouts louder, son of David, have mercy on me. Even as Jesus calls Bartimaeus to him, he again demonstrates his faith, throwing aside his cloak, an essential piece of equipment for anyone who was begging uh, for a living and for an income, and he casts it aside as if he doesn't need it anymore and, because he had faith that Jesus would have mercy, that his life would be transformed. Just a little bit of faith can go a long way. And if we listen, we will hear faith bubbling up throughout our community as people hear and encounter Jesus for who he is. Throughout our community, there are people who have not yet seen Jesus. Maybe even today, there are people joining us uh, this morning who have not yet seen Jesus for themselves. Maybe like Bartimaeus, you've heard a little bit about Jesus, but you've never had the chance to actually be able to experience him for yourself. You've sat on the side of the road and he's passing by and you've never taken the opportunity to call out for help. Maybe this morning you're just crying out for mercy, desperate for help, desperate to see something change in your life. With just a little bit of faith, we can see what Jesus can do. But it all starts with putting our faith and our trust in him. So this morning, may we not just love our neighbors. May we not just go to listen to them. But as we listen, as we love, let's also go full of faith in who Jesus is. For as we place our faith in Jesus, we will then see what he alone can do. Listening so often seems like a really simple thing to do, but it's actually a really difficult skill that we need to master. So as we love our neighbors, let's not only listen, but let's also ensure that we hear what is being said. Let's guide people to Jesus and give them the space to bring their own requests to him. And let's once again put our faith in Jesus. For where there is faith, Jesus will never disappoint us. Where there is faith, Jesus will reveal his love and transform our own lives. But we will also see him transform the lives of our neighbors too. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you this morning that as we call out to you, you listen, you hear, and you act, bringing your transformation into our lives. And Lord, for those of us this morning who are carrying burdens uh, of one kind or another, 
for those who are crying out for mercy this morning. Lord, we once again call out to you and we put our faith in you and pray that you would come and reveal your hope and your life in our lives, we pray. And Lord, as we seek to follow you, as we seek to love you and love our neighbours, Lord, we pray that you would also help us to follow your example, to listen well and lead them to you, that they too might see for themselves the amazing love and grace that we find in you. In Jesus' name we pray.